ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Grab a red shirt. Flash your W's. David Gilroy from the three. 
Chad says, great hire, great recruiter. Coaching tree he came from is from two national champions, Urban Meyer and Jim Tressel. Forget Rose Bowls. We might compete for a national championship in a couple of seasons. Chad drinking the Luke Fickle Kool-Aid. Oh, in that in this expanded playoff as well, where you're going to have a little bit, and sure, USC and UCLA are coming to town, but you're going to have a little bit more uh, leeway in terms of what you need to in order to qualify for the expanded playoff. There's a lot of excitement around this. You need the talent to compete at that level, but you're also going to have a lot more opportunity to get to that level. A lot of good things ahead in Madison. And then a contrast in a couple of the Facebook comments here. Uh, John says, big win for Wisconsin. Andrew says, great hire with two thumbs up. Then Elge has, what is this, one, two, three, four, five puke emojis. Elge. Not a fan. What's the deal, Elge? Is a great hire. National Coach of the Year consensus last year. Part of nine Big Ten championships during his run at Ohio State. He got Cincinnati to be a national powerhouse. If you get Cincinnati to play Alabama at any point for at any reason, and it's not because Alabama just wants to tune-up game, you got to be pretty impressed with what the guy's doing over there. Those are some of the comments on the ESPN Madison Facebook page to the news that uh, Luke Fickle has been named the new head coach of the Wisconsin. Take your thoughts there. Continue to take your thoughts on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line at 844-770-3776. It's part of a big day on ESPN Madison. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, Hunter Vaughn on a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. A little bit later today, Alex Strofe will be joined by former Badgers punter and ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day host Brad Nortman uh, on the high noon hour from noon to 1 following Wildey and Tausch here on 100.5 ESPN. well-produced program. Very well-produced. High noon hour. Yes, no doubt, Hunter Vaughn. Nicely done. Uh, so if you got Strofe and Nortman there, we got Hunter, who produces College Game Day here. you got Colin, who's been part of the College Game Day panel all season long here. That means, I think by math, we're only missing one person from that College Game Day panel. And he joins us right now. Wow! Well, yeah, that worked out. Adam Mertz of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day joins us on a special ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day Monday morning edition. Mertzy, good morning. How you doing? Oh man, I'm I'm doing really well. It's so good to be on with you guys. What a what a blockbuster uh, series of texts came across my screen yesterday. <laughs> um, it's it just amazing. I was driving back from um, Georgia, as you guys know, visiting my daughter down there after. Seeing the dogs play on uh, Saturday, and uh, I, my mind was blown by this hire. Just absolutely, absolutely hit me out of the blue. Did not think that this was possible. So, Mercy, you've covered the Badgers for a long time, and you've seen, you know, Barry Alvarez and the evolution of the program in the 90s, and then Brett Bielema inheriting the program and taking it to being a three-time back-to-back-to-back Rose Bowl contender. And then you've seen the last decade and the Gary Anderson, the Paul Christ, and whatever this has been over this season. What do you think it means for the state of the Badger football program as the evolution of college football continues that Luke Fickle now takes over as the head coach? Yeah, you know, I, I think that uh, there's a couple of things in there I'll seize on. Um, number one, you know, I saw the word blindsided come across a little bit yesterday in, in reactions from Jim Leonard's camp, and I totally understand um, where he's coming from because I feel like the momentum – um, from a lot of people, and number one, he's in that position. Uh, number two, state state icon, 
Um, and, and number three, everyone knows that he's been a success everywhere he's gone. So you're like curious about what he could bring. Um, but I, my mind goes back about blindside, about Brett Bielma blindsiding Barry. And Barry making what turned out to be a very curious hire. Um, and sort of the, the, the lack of maybe response or perception of interest from across the college football coaching community in this Wisconsin job. I think that that stuck with us as a, uh, you know, as observers of this program of like, you know, we're, that's who we are. We're, we're, we're not this, uh, you know, glamorous location that someone uh, is going to come into. So let's do it ourselves. Let's make this thing happen ourselves. And I think what, what Chris McIntosh saw was that they needed to make a, a, a considerable change from what's gone on the last, um, especially as you you all have mentioned, three years. Uh, but but even going back, you know, we haven't been able to haven't been able to sustain any momentum off that 2017 season, and and it's hard to change a program from the inside. Uh, you can have the best intentions, but it's just not this start, you know, line in the concrete about you know that was then, this is now, and bringing in a guy like Luke Fickle, who not just has done it somewhere else. Not just in the Paul Chris vein of went to pit, you know, got his got his sea legs under him, but has taken a team, has built a program up. Cincinnati was not in good shape when he got there. Built them up in the middle of Big Ten country to a college football contender at qualifier and a team that gave Alabama a pretty good game. I think that my mind is just still wrapping wrapping itself around the fact that Luke Fickle decided that Wisconsin was the place that he wanted to go next. And I say next, I know everyone's kind of thinking about Ohio State and, you know, blah, 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 what lies ahead. Um, you know, there is, there, A, there are no givens in life. I, you just don't know what's going to happen in Columbus. Um, we asked Fred Bielema about, about that a long time ago when he came. Like, why don't you stick around and wait till Kirk Ferentz was gone? And he's like, that guy's not leaving ever. And he turned out to be pretty prophetic there. So, like, he's making this choice because he wants to come to Wisconsin. Is Ohio State still in the offing? You know, maybe at some point. I don't let that cloud my judgment about this hire today. You know, Adam, I agree with you on that uh, perspective amongst Ohio State and this being a, quote, stepping stone job. Ryan Day is 45-5. and five. I can't see that. also mentioned how it's hard to change a program internally. You know, we got Fickle in, new guy. Your focus shifts a little bit to how Jim Leonard is going to handle this situation, too. I think that's the biggest question that really comes out of this, other than the staff and contract. If you're Fickle, if you're Jim Leonard, if you're the administration, is it worth it to kind of explore bringing Leonard back, whether it's as defensive coordinator, or just for the sake of rebranding and the power dynamics of a new head coach? Is it important to kind of like let Fickle have his team and let him kind of mold his own sort of program yeah i've been you know i've been wrestling with this one um as I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have been out there um this is tough i mean it really it i really i'm really curious to hear what jim leonard's perspective is on it um because i think in some ways the the ball is in his court um if if i'm luke pickle um it's not it's not easy to to have him on staff it's not easy, no. It, it's not easy. It's it's potent, and it's got like the potential, even what you know, potential for awkwardness. Making a clean break is the easy thing to do. Um, what I what I'm curious about is uh, not just 
for the guys in the locker room. This, you know, because they cycle through. I mean, frankly, like I, I respect the, the viewpoints on it. I respect how much this group of players wants to play for Jim Leonard and how much they've campaigned for him. That says a lot about Jim Leonard. Um, but players cycle through, and you make decisions based on st- strategic. You make strategic decisions based on what's best in the interest of the program. My concern is, like, Jim Leonard is very connected to the state coaching community and understands the state so well. So as much as him on the field, it's like, who is, if not Jim Leonard, who is your guy inside this state who can, um, you know, make sure that there's alignment between what you're getting from the high school programs, that identity, that relationship with, uh, with the guys in charge here, with Fickle and all, all the guys that he'll bring in. Um, if there's a way to make it work, uh, I, I'd be very interested in hearing about it because um, I, I, think, I think Jim Leonard's done wonderful things for this program and, and would love to see it. I, the thing I, that concerns me, you know, is, is Luke Fickle trying to get things done and, and making changes and making difficult changes and having everyone, you know, on the side running to Jim Leonard and getting his perspective about it. Um, and I'm not talking about the media. I'm talking about the behind the scenes. Uh, that's that's a tough dynamic to wrestle with. Joined by Adam Mertz of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. That's weird. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, producer Hunter Vaughn, ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Mertzy, we have a poll question in the field, closing in on 200 votes. 65% of the vote goes one way on this poll. If you were Jim Leonard, would you rather be the Badgers or the Packers defensive coordinator in 2023? How would you answer that question? If I were Jim Leonard, um, you, you know, I think uh, my, my thing is a lot, a lot of times when you get in these situations, uh, this, is, this is a chance to, to reevaluate and to, to, make a, to make a change and to make a, a fresh start. If that was an opportunity that, that lied in front of me, that lied in front of me, I think I would, I would go with the fresh start, frankly. Um, uh, again, just like a, a clean break, something new, um, good energy, like, let's see what I got. You know that he knows that he can do that job, he, that, that he can be an NFL court. You know that he feels that way. So uh, maybe it's time to go out there and prove it, and that might be your pathway uh, either, you know, back to Wisconsin at some point or back to a next college coaching opportunity if that's what you want. You've done it for six years at this, at this level. What's left for you besides head coaching, you know, at, at your alma mater? And that's obviously not going to happen for – at least several years. So I, I would test myself at that next level. Well, Mercy, you and 65% of the fans say Packers defensive coordinator would be the job you would want next season. And something tells me after 363 rushing yards given up last night to the Eagles, the Packers defensive coordinator position will be posted. I don't know what the <laughs> rules apply, uh, how the Badgers had to post the head coaching job, uh, how the Packers have to go about that business, but I'm sure that a call will be made just like it was two years ago before Joe Barry was hired to Jim Leonard to see if there's any interest. Mertzi, thanks so much for the insight. Appreciate all your contributions to ESPN Wisconsin season long, and uh, we look forward to hearing more from you as the offseason continues and what it means for the Badgers with the new head coach and Luke Fickle. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks for having me on, guys.
Adam Mertz of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Joining us on a special Monday morning edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We are in hour two of 13 consecutive live and local hours today reacting to Luke Fickle being named the Wisconsin football head first head coach in school history and also the Packers losing 40-33 to to the Philadelphia Eagles last night. We'll let Wilde and Tausch handle the Packers conversation coming up at 9 a.m. Uh, joining us next, we go from one Adam to another. And I learned this weekend the Adams family is kind of a big deal. I know nothing about the Adams family. I haven't seen any of the animated movies. My mom used to sing the da-da-da-da, like the theme song. Aside from that, I know nothing about the Adams family, but they got this show on Netflix yeah. now. There's been a lot of iterations. Yeah. I had no idea. And everyone's like, oh, they were like Becca's friend, my, my wife's friend. She's just rattling off all the Adams Family characters. I'm like, who does that? I just know Lurch. That's all I know from him. I know. Uh, I don't even know if that's funny. Like, I don't uh, nothing about the, the Adams Family. I just I know that name in the Adams Family. I know family. the uh, Uncle Fester, I think, is one of the guys. Uh, Uncle yep. Fester is a person. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess Adams Family is the big deal. I don't know. I now have two trivia categories I know nothing about. Mountains and the Adams Family. I have on those. But... <laughs> I am in on Adam Mertz, and I am really in to hear what Adam Rittenberg, ESPN College Football Insider, has to say. He talked last night to Chris McIntosh. What did he have to say about Luke Fickle coming from Cincinnati to Wisconsin? Adam Rittenberg of ESPN joins us next on a special Monday morning edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. You're listening to Madison's home for Milwaukee Bucks basketball. Big bucket from Pat Connaughton. 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. I'm in the zone, turn off my phone, I've got my own The Wisconsin Badgers have a new head coach. It's Luke Fickle. The 31st coach in Wisconsin Badgers football history. And it seems like a lot of people are excited about that news. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game with you on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. And it is our pleasure to now be joined by ESPN College Football Insider. He covers the Big Ten, and he talked to Chris McIntosh last night about the hire of Luke Fickle coming to Wisconsin. It's Adam Rittenberg on ESPN at Wisconsin College Game Day. Adam, good morning. Thank you so much for taking the time. And how about a big hire and a big day for fans of the Wisconsin Badgers? Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me on. It is a, a big hire and a huge day. And, you know, a day that we can look back at in a few years and say, you know, that was the moment that Wisconsin moved closer to getting to the college football playoff and competing for Big Ten championships again. Because that's certainly going to be the expectation for Luke Fickle, you know, getting to know Luke um, as an assistant and certainly as a head coach. You know, he wants to win championships. He's got a proven formula. He's been at different places. Um, and certainly, you know, mostly in the state of Ohio. But uh, I, I think he's going to be a guy that Wisconsin fans are, are going to you know, be excited to, to sort of get to know. And in talking to, to Chris McIntosh last night, you know, Mac really emphasized that um, they, they see, the, they see the, the world similarly. The values are similar. And so while there's certainly going to be some tension initially with the team and you're probably going to be some roster issues that Luke will face right away, I think that Wisconsin players, having covered a lot of them over the years, are going to connect with him uh, on, a, on a deeper level fairly soon because I think you know, there's more similarities and differences with Luke and who he is and who he's been and, and, and who Wisconsin's been. So I think that alignment 
is going to serve the program well in the long term. Don't tease me like this, Rittenberg. You use those three words, college football playoff. Wisconsin, for a decade now, has been just on the outside looking in, feeling like they were one tier below Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma. What is it about Luke Fickle that can propel the team to get over that hump? And to You're dangling this in front of me, Rittenberg. What, what is it about Luke Fickle that gets the Badgers to that next level? Well, I should say, you know, we're talking about an expanded college football playoff. If it was four, if it was four teams forever, uh, it obviously would be tough for Wisconsin. It would be tough for anybody. But when it goes to 12 teams, you know, former Wisconsin teams would have made the playoff, uh, you know, quite a few times in the last 30 years if it was a 12-team playoff. So that, that's part of it. But I think, you know, you have a guy that took Cincinnati to the playoff. I think he's a guy that will certainly embrace the defensive mentality, running the football, being tough at the line of scrimmage. You know, all those values that have helped Wisconsin you know, become one of the nation's most consistent programs. And then the thing that Luke can do, and I think his staff can do, is upgrade the recruiting and upgrade Wisconsin's ability to attract transfers because you know, they've done it as a player development program. They haven't done it as a program that's you know, consistently getting elite uh, uh, talent out of high school. So I think that's where the growth can happen. And you know, in talking to Chris McIntosh, you know, he said that he and Luke have talked extensively about obviously NIL and the portal and um, how Wisconsin can become a more attractive destination for the, the top players. You know, when Luke was at Ohio State, he was one of the nation's top recruiters. Yeah, that's not that hard to do at Ohio State. But you, you look at Cincinnati and their roster, you know, I was there at training camp last year. That looked like a Big Ten team. And obviously they went on to the college football playoffs. So he, he, ha- he can elevate Wisconsin and push it more in recruiting than I think the, the previous coaches have there. Adam, it's uh, Colin Russo here. You know, you alluded to the fact that, you know, he's taking this big-time job. He's making a lot of changes. But my biggest question coming from this hockey—I mean, this hire that really came as a shock, you know, Chris McIntosh was able to get it done. Based on your conversations with McIntosh and uh, your, your experience in college football, you know, Luke Fickle left Cincinnati. He was a highly touted head coach and a big-time candidate for a lot of these other schools. And, you know, last year was a tough job to kind of— look at other places when they're on the cusp of the college football playoff. But what really was it about Wisconsin and Chris McIntosh's sell that kind of pried him away from Cincinnati? Was it the money? Was it the, the experience in order to build a new program here? Was it the Big Ten? What really was it that got Fickle out of Cincinnati to Wisconsin? Well, you know, I, I think there's several factors. I think you know, Luke, Luke and, and Chris are, are, are pretty similar. You know, both played in the Big Ten in the 90s. Both had success. Um, I, I, you know, they're both Midwestern guys. They have that mentality uh, that, that just their backgrounds c- kind of connect with one another. I think that, that Wisconsin is prepared to uh, you know, invest more in football, and you're in the Big Ten when the resources are going to be bigger. I mean, I know Cincinnati's entering the Big 12, but, but, but the resources in the Big Ten versus the Big 12, uh, for the most part, just aren't really comparable. And we've seen what happens. And this is probably, I don't know if Luke will say this, but you just have to do the research on history. What happens when teams move up into conferences? Usually it's hard. Usually there, there's struggles before success. And I'm not saying that's going to happen necessarily for Cincinnati, but, you know, they made the playoff last year, had a good season this year, didn't get to their conference championship game. And now they're going to move up to the Big 12. I, I, I think when he looks at, at where he is in his career, he looks at Wisconsin as a place where he can win at a higher level and have the resources to compete for championships sooner than he would have if he'd stayed at Cincinnati. Now, you bring up last year, 
And, and this is the unfortunate thing. If, Luke, if, if Cincinnati doesn't make the playoffs, Luke Fickle's probably the head coach at Notre Dame. I mean, it's just that simple. That the timing didn't work out for him to make a move and for a school like Notre Dame to wait until after, you know, at least the semifinals of the playoffs to hire its next head coach. And so who benefits from that is Wisconsin because they're able to make a, a sell and they're able to get a guy who, I mean, literally every Power 5 program has, has at least had some interest in Luke the, the last few years because of what he's done at Cincinnati. ESPN College Football Insider Adam Rittenberg joining us on a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo, 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Adam, what does it mean for Jim Leonard now? Is there any chance, I, I look at Luke Fickle as a guy who served as an interim head coach and then returned to Ohio State when Urban Meyer was hired and he was a coordinator there for five years. Is there any chance Jim Leonard stays at Wisconsin as the defensive coordinator? You know, I, I think there's a chance because I think he and Luke Nickel, uh, you know, will have a lot more in common than differences. It just depends on whether he wants to do that. You know, Chris McIntosh said how, how told me how difficult the conversation was in telling Jim that he was going to hire someone else as the head coach. Uh, he, you know, he, he emphasized how much he loves and respects Jim even more now, given what he did stepping in, you know, to a difficult situation this season. But it's ultimately up to Jim and it's up to Luke and probably more more up to Jim whether he wants to stay on with everyone knowing that um, you know, he wanted to be the head coach with the support that he had from the players. They wanted him to be the head coach. A lot of us thought he was going to be the head coach. Does he want to stick that out at a place that he obviously loves? Or does he want to say, you know what, um, you know, clean break, let me go somewhere else, uh, and then we'll see what happens down the line. So you know, it's got to be incredibly difficult. But I think if, if you're going to do that for somebody who got the job over you, uh, Luke Fickle would be the ideal person because he did go through it, like you said, at his alma mater at Ohio State. There's a lot of similarities there. Now, Luke was never getting that job in 2011. It was all, Ohio State was always going to open it up to somebody like Urban Meyer. The difference here is we thought that Jim Leonard was going to get this job and then Wisconsin pivots and hires somebody from the outside. So a little bit situation, different situation, which, you know, again, w- would be a tough thing for Jim to – kind of suck it up and go forward but if anyone could do it at any school it's Jim Leonard because of how much he loves this, this Wisconsin program. Adam what was the most interesting thing that you heard from Chris McIntosh in your time talking to him yesterday? Well I think the part about Jim Leonard was interesting but also just the uh, you know we talked about NIL we talked about um, you know the, the transfer portal and we talked about the fact that Wisconsin got a coach that uh, everybody else wanted and I think what Chris has done now He's done two things that are kind of off-brand for Wisconsin. He fired Paul Chris, despite Paul's success. He hired Luke Fickle over Jim Leonard. Uh, a bo- two you know, bold moves. I said, hey, Chris, these are, these are seen as bold. And he said, you know what, I, I don't look at it that way, but I look at it as how do we move this program forward? How do we modernize? Uh, he used that term a couple of times uh, and, and, and really compete uh, at a higher level. He wants to push this thing forward. Will it work? We'll find out. But I, think, I don't think you can fault Chris being a guy who's around Wisconsin, who knows how things have worked there, who appreciates the history and success, for, for looking at it big picture and saying, we, we can't just stay in our lane. We have to do something that's a little bit different if we want to move forward, especially because the game has changed. I mean, people are going to point to USC and, and, and as a program that was terrible last year. It was a bad football team. And now they're on the cusp of making the college football playoffs. That's how quickly you can change this thing. But that's USC. Wisconsin's not USC. So you have to do things that are a little bit bolder, 
a little bit different from how you've operated. And he believes first in, in, in making the change back in October and now hiring uh, Luke Fickle that, that Wisconsin will be closer to competing at, at the highest level again in the near future. Yeah, Adam, you're talking about how Fickle and McIntosh share the same kind of vision of modernizing Wisconsin football. But based on your conversation with McIntosh, was this sort of hiring a quick process? Did he have conversations with him throughout the year? Was this decision made before the Minnesota game? How was really the Luke Fickle to Wisconsin drama? Because it came as a surprise to everybody, including and especially Madison Media. So the fact that this was kind of so close to the chest how was it? How were these conversations with negotiating him to come to terms as a head coach? How did that really play out timeline wise? Do you have any information in regard to that? Yeah, unfortunately, I don't. I don't have. That was something I probably should have asked. We had kind of limited time last night, but he, Chris did say that uh, you know it became pretty clear in the search when they actually were into it that Luke Fickle would be you know his top guy on the list if, if he could get him. You know, you still, you don't know. Luke Fickle has, as Chris told me, has been choosy. He, he, he has earned that right, and the way he and his wife Amy operate, you know, they're not just going to take any Power Five job. So, you know, they have to sell him on it. They have to, um, you know, certainly push and 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 try to get this uh, over the line, and they were able to. But I, I do think from the, you know, really early in the in the search process, uh, Luke was 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 right up there at the top of the list. They obviously talked to, or at least looked at some other candidates other than Jim Leonard. But, um, you know, I, I think Luke Fickle, and again. Why wouldn't he be? I mean, again, this is the guy that Notre Dame probably would have hired last year uh, if, if Michigan's job had opened. If Jim Harbaugh had left, Luke Fickle would have been a candidate there. You know, Nebraska, uh, you know, he, he was on their list. So everybody wanted Luke Fickle. Wisconsin was just able to get him. And, um, you know, you, you have to take a swing for it. You don't know if it's going to hit. Uh, but, but in this case, it did for Chris McIntosh in Wisconsin. ESPN College Football Insider Adam Rittenberg. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I can only assume that you would support me in my nine-month-long assertion that Aiden O'Connell will become the next quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Unfortunately, we can't get your thoughts on that anymore, but I'll assume you agree with me. Uh, Thanks so much, Adam, for the time. Uh, Appreciate you as always, and thanks for the insight on this entire process. Okay, sounds good. Uh, yeah, I'll see Aiden this week in Indianapolis as they take on Michigan for the Big Ten title. So it should be a fun environment there. And, again, thanks for having me on. Upset of the century and route to becoming the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, Aiden O'Connell. No, that's awesome. Adam Rittenberg, a tremendous insight into what happened with the Wisconsin Badgers coaching hiring of Luke Fickle. A uh, lot to dissect there, a lot to get into. You'll continue to hear reactions all throughout the day here on 100.5 ESPN. Colin and I will share our Final thoughts coming up next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, a special edition on a Monday morning. Brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. You're listening to Medicine's Home for Milwaukee Bucks basketball. Giannis going downhill. Giannis with a burst of speed and power all mixed together. 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson, Colin Russo in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios downtown Madison in the AmFam Spark Building. Luke Fickle is the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Thanks to ESPN College Football Insider Adam Rittenberg for sharing his perspective. I feel good 
after talking to Adam Rittenberg. He actually got my juices flowing a little bit more than they even were when I first saw the news yesterday that Luke Fickle was coming to Wisconsin. He used those three words, Colin. He used those three words, college football play. He kind of slapped us by saying, well, they're expanding the playoffs so Wisconsin has a chance, but I still he feel good it. about it. He said it. He said it, and he was alluding to the fact that they share a vision, and that vision is modernizing the recruiting, modernizing the play style and how they operate. Th- th- those are all good things that Wisconsin fans honestly probably didn't believe they'd ever hear, but they're finally hearing. And this is something that McIntosh has made at the forefront of his tenure to modernize the program. And that's exactly what he's doing by hiring Luke Fickle. you got to be excited about it. I will say that from Adam Rittenberg's perspective and what he had to say about the conversation in regards to keeping Jim Leonard uh, at Wisconsin, it didn't sound like he was super uh, optimistic. optimistic that that would happen for the Badgers program. I would still like to remain optimistic that Jimmy doesn't want to go anywhere else and that even though he was passed up to be the head coach, I think you know the tremendous job that he's continued to do as defensive coordinator over the last five years plus uh, would prove that if he wants to remain here, if Luke Fickle will have him on his staff, which I'm sure he will, that... He could stay. Yeah. And uh, the next day, day and a half, two days, is going to be absolutely fascinating for a variety of reasons. One, and most importantly, is Jim Leonard, how he's going to respond when he finally talks to the media about this and uh, where, where his headspace is at, where he wants to go continue his coaching career. And then you've got things like his contract. What did Wisconsin pay him? Because like, obviously you're not going to say that when you're on an interview with Rittenberg, but what is – what is the money? What did the money do to get him out of Cincinnati? That is going to be fascinating. I've seen estimates that it's probably about a $1.5 million pay increase for Fickle. So we're looking at somewhere in the ballpark of about 6 to $7 million a year. And I think that's low for the market of him. I think, yeah. I think Notre Dame, I think USC, I think other schools would have paid him more. So I'm honestly anticipating the 8 8 8.5 range. That is not Wisconsin money. That is fascinating how we'd actually break the bank, for lack of a better term, on that contract. That's going to be and him and how he assembles that staff, too. There's a lot of questions that are going to be answered in the next day or two. An introductory press conference is scheduled this afternoon for Luke Fickle to be introduced to the media following a private welcome event at 4 p.m. at the University of Wisconsin. So a private welcome event and then shortly to follow the introductory press conference sometime around 4 o'clock, we'll call it, 4.30-ish. Scalzo and Brust will be able to provide a live stream of that press conference coming up this afternoon. So you'll hear Luke Fickle's introductory presser live this afternoon on Scalzo and Bruss sometime in that 4 o'clock uh, time range whenever it ends up officially happening right here on 100.5 ESPN. And, of course, an expanded lineup all throughout the day today, not only reacting to Luke Fickle being named the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers, But, of course, it's not a victory Monday. It's another loser's Monday on ESPN Madison as the Packers fall 40-33 to last night to the Philadelphia Eagles. So reactions will continue all throughout the day. Uh, Ed in Virginia has already lined up on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line at 844-770-3776. What I want to hear today from the Packers, quote, Joe Barry has decided to pursue other opportunities. 
defensive coordinator Joe Barry, of course. Makes it seem like a choice there. It's from Ed in Virginia. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. that's how they do it nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> we, they decided to part ways. Like, okay. And that is partly what our poll question is today. We're just assuming Joe Barry's going to pursue other opportunities. At some, whether it's today or whether it's January 10th. Joe Barry's probably going to be pursuing other opportunities after the Packers gave up 363 rushing yards to the Philadelphia Eagles last night. Uh, horrific. Our poll question, if you were Jim Leonard, Colin Russo, put on your hat and uh, be ready to lead the team, be an emotional leader, you're Jim Leonard, defensive coordinator of the Wisconsin Badgers. Would you rather be the Badgers or the Packers defensive coordinator in 2023? Especially after our talk with Rittenberry, I mean Rittenberg, I think that that Packard thing is looking more and more likely. I don't think he was confident at all that uh, we're going to be seeing Jim Leonard kind of host that Wisconsin Red ever again. 65% of the fans with almost 300 votes in, 65% of the fans say the Packers defensive coordinator if you were Jim Leonard. It could be a time to pursue other opportunities, but also if he wants to stay at Wisconsin and help try to make this thing a powerhouse with Luke Fickle coming in with his Ohio State and Cincinnati background and Jim Leonard on the defensive side of the ball, it sounds like it could be a winning formula. It's going to be a fascinating, fascinating two to three days for Packer fans, Wisconsin fans, mixture of both, coaching it's going to be a lot of questions I need to answer in the next few days. Wilde and Tausch at its regularly scheduled time is coming up next from 9 to noon, followed by the High Noon Hour with Alex Stroh from noon to 1, a three-hour edition of Rutledge and Hamilton 1 to 4, Scalzo and Brust 4 to 6, and then the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia with Alex Stroh and Rose Bowl champions Tarek Sala and Derek Engler from 6 to 8 tonight at the Great Dane. That will do it for this special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. We set a record today. Earliest ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day of all time. Like how Wisconsin football said it, it's a new era. It is a new era indeed. Luke Fickle, the new head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Reactions continue all day long. For Colin Russo, Hunter Vaughn, special thanks to Adam Mertz and Adam Rippenberg. My name's Jesse Nelson. This has been ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.